Alright, how we doing everybody? I'm your host Will Reddington and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Our show is brought to you by Vegas Live 365. If you are looking for a way to bet on sports from the comfort of your own home, if you're tired of driving across the bridge, Vegas 365 is your spot. Message me, Will Reddington 4 on Twitter if you want to get set up, whether you bet $5 or $5,000 every single week. Vegas 365 has you covered. Our show is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy Sports. Use promo code RED with two Ds for a $20 deposit bonus on any deposit, $20 or more. Thrive has awesome NFL contests rolling each weekend. You could win up to $10,000. And of course, we are also brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's Irish Pub, as concerts and events start to return to the KFC Yum Center, there's no spot more equipped to give you the best pregame or the best postgame you could ever ask for than O'Shea's Irish Pub, downtown 123 Main Street. Very easy to remember. All right, let's get it going. AB, Austin Bickett, Red Talk. We are back. I'm your host, Will Reddington, and here we go. The bracket. We're going to go through the first round. It's going to be fun. It's probably going to be a little longer. This is the three-year anniversary of the first time that we ever did a podcast together. It was on the NCAA tournament. You just reminded me of that. I never would have known that after after recording so many podcasts throughout this time. I guess it wasn't as meaningful to me as it was to you, and I'm sorry about that, but it's cool that you reminded me. Wow, what a moment. What a long, strange trip it has been. Ben, how's it going, man? Going good. Best week of the year. Um, probably my favorite podcast that we do. This and the uh, I, I like all the NFL ones, but this is probably my favorite one that we do. And you know, I'm ha- I'm happy to still be here three years later. Yeah, hard to believe, really. And we will be doing a Sweet Sixteen, Final Four, and all that stuff. Um, the round of thirty-two will start Saturday, so we won't be jumping on to do another one then because no one likes to listen to us on Saturdays and Sundays. Understandable. Hang out with your families. But let's go ahead and jump into this bad boy. Uh, we'll start with the West region. Uh, Gonzaga, Georgia State, any thoughts? Gonzaga to advance here. Okay, yeah, that's a bold pick. Uh, we'll move on. Boise State, Memphis, uh, the first fun game we got here. Uh, the spread opened up around one and a half. It's up to three. Everybody's really looking forward to this Memphis-Gonzaga matchup in the second round. A lot of NBA potential in this game. I'm thinking Boise State plus three here. Boise State is really good, and they played in a really tough uh, Mountain West conference. The Mountain West has historically like no success in the tournament. They always, always tap out early. We saw Wyoming go down and play horrible last night against IU. Um, Memphis was kind of a laughing stock the majority of the year. You know, you had Penny Hardaway in the in the post game saying like, "Leave me alone!" Like these, these just kids. There's 18 year olds. What do you want me to do? But they've been playing really well. They just got beat by Houston, um, but they beat Houston the other two times. Really hard to beat a team three times. This is maybe the 8-9 that I'm looking forward to the most. I think this is going to be an awesome game. And um, the thing that gives me a little 
hesitancy about, I don't know if that's even a word, about Boise State is that they are in the bottom five free throw percentage of teams in the tournament. So, I mean, we know how important free throws are, especially in March, um, late game. I, I, I'm just going to go with the team that's been playing really good. I'm, I'm going to take Memphis here. Yeah, I'm looking at it like Boise State won the Mountain West regular season and they won the Mountain West tournament. We liked the Mountain West all year. There's some good teams from the Mountain West in this tournament. I know we respect Colorado State. They even got a six seed. I thought Boise State, that their seeding could have been a lot better than what they got given their resume. I, I thought it was looking like a seven or a six for them. They get the eight. Um, it's just a more impressive season for Boise State. They're better defensively. They really control the ball. I think Memphis comes out tight. I think they make some dumb mistakes. They turn the ball over a lot. So I'm going to go with Boise State here. Moving on, 5-12, Connecticut, New Mexico State. Uh, this line is is low. It opened up at 7.5. From what I saw, it's down to 6.5. Uh, I think Connecticut's too much for them. Yeah, New Mexico State's always a um, – they, they find themselves in this tournament a lot. They're always a popular uh, mid-major upset pick. You know, everybody loves the 12 over the 5. It happens every year, usually more than once. UConn, to me, is a team that I could see them honestly giving Gonzaga a game in the Sweet 16, or I could see them losing right here. I just – I think they've been really consistent. They're obviously more talented. Um, big dude they have down low is insane. I don't know if New Mexico State's going to have an answer for him. So, I do like what, – what is the actual line on this game? Six and a half. Yeah, I, I think I like UConn to advance, but I, if I had to bet, I think I would take New Mexico State. Yeah, I definitely like UConn to advance. When you look at New Mexico State, yes, they do always seem to be here. Uh, we had that great run with Trevel and Queen a few years ago, so we respect the <laughs> Aggies. The second round? <laughs> yeah, but also uh, they lost to Chicago State like two weeks ago. Chicago State is yeah. a 7-25 and team. Uh, you don't see UConn doing anything like that. So do like UConn to advance there. Uh, four versus 13. This one is a super popular one to talk about. Arkansas, uh, kind of the darlings of the SEC. One might say J.D. Note, uh, real like March point guard greatness vibes. Uh, they take a lot of absurd charges that aren't really charges. Uh, they, they play really fast. They shoot the ball well sometimes, sometimes they don't. Vermont starts five seniors. Uh, it's, it's a very good team with a great record coming in at 28 and five. Won the American East, the conference that birthed UMBC from the one verse 16. Uh, they beat that same UMBC team 82 to 43 in the American East title. Uh, th this is a very, very tough game. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's obviously not a crazy upset. I think the, the spread is only like six points, but I, I think Vermont wins this game. Um, I mean, Arkansas is a good team. They're obviously way, way better at home. At home, they're nearly unbeatable. They look pretty pretty average on the road and, or in neutral court sites. They they did beat LSU in the tournament, but that kind of all happened at the end of the half. I think that, that momentum they took into the half really just propelled them to beat LSU there. And then they yeah, they killed. fired their coach right after the game, too. They had a lot going on. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't take a lot from that win over LSU, who was a six seed in the tournament, like obviously a, a pretty good team. Uh, and then they got killed by the Aggies. But this Vermont team is just so hot. Like you said, they start five seniors. Uh, they, in their conference tournament, they won by 39, 32, 39, and 19. Uh, they've only lost two games since December 1st, and one of those was to Providence, at Providence by 10 points. Uh, this is just a really good team, and I, I honestly just think they are the better team. Obviously, JT Note can get hot, go for 30. They do have that one dude on their team that takes a block charge every single try, every single time, flops like crazy. But I just think Vermont's better, and I definitely think they're playing better right now. 
Okay, I like it. I mean, this is a tough one. Uh, it's a five-point spread in the four versus 13. Arkansas major scare in the first round last year before a little run against Colgate. We were watching that game at Scooter B's. Like, wow, this this team is is done. They're dead. And uh, they, they find a way out of that because they put up a lot of points very quickly. I am going to go with Arkansas here. I do think they advance, but I don't feel good about it. Vermont does have the make of a team that can make a little run or at least win a game because they are so old because they don't lose a lot but that is going to be an interesting one Alabama getting the winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame hard to say a lot about this game Alabama is a team that could maybe make the final four can beat anybody uh, they beat Gonzaga this year but also you have no idea what you're going to get from them. beat Baylor as well so wow yeah I mean they're everybody knows that they play they shoot 53s a game um, if they make 25 of them and shoot 50 percent they're probably going to beat most teams and if they shoot 20 percent they're probably going to lose to anybody in the field so yeah, this is obviously this is has come. We're doing this on Thursday, so the playing game is tonight. Um, I think Rutgers probably beats Alabama, and I think Alabama probably beats Notre Dame. So it, it's it's hard to say a lot about this this right now. But like you said, I mean, we have no idea what to expect from Alabama. I don't think they even know what to expect. Yeah, it's a really tough game to pick because I I think the same thing. Because you look at Rutgers, they can obviously beat anybody as well. They've proven that. I think they have three or four top ten wins this season, and uh, all those teams are I think we would agree better than Alabama. So that would be a really good game. I don't think Notre Dame has the offensive firepower to beat Alabama, but I don't feel comfortable taking Rutgers over Notre Dame tonight either. So we'll we'll move on. This one's impossible. Texas Tech, Montana State. Any any problems there? What's the line on this game? Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I think Texas Tech just plays crazy aggressive defense. They're in your face. I don't, I don't see Montana. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't watched Montana State play a lot, but I don't see any upset here. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree. Texas Tech, I don't think they're going to make a deep run because yeah, they agree. are defensively oriented, and uh, I know that can get you some places. And I do think that Texas Tech will defeat Alabama, Notre Dame, or Rutgers and get to the Sweet Sixteen. I think they had a great draw here, but yeah, I. I I don't see anything weird happen in the first round. Michigan State-Davidson, another great game. Michigan State favored by one. This line has basically stayed there. It's one and a half down to one. Uh, I think it may even get to a pick em. Davidson is super popular. One of Davidson's best players is a Michigan State transfer. Uh, really, really interesting game. Two teams that over the season have slowed it down a lot. Uh, Davidson shoots the ball a lot better than Michigan State, but Michigan State is stronger, bigger, faster. Michigan State has sh shown themselves to be a lot better down the stretch than they had that that giant bulk of the season where it felt like, is this team even going to make the tournament? They end up with a seven. Uh, I, I like Michigan State here. I, I, I don't think they let Davidson beat them. Yeah, I know everybody wants to see the Michigan State-Duke um, second round it's similar to everybody wanted to see the murray state kentucky second round but i mean davidson could easily beat michigan state like you said it's only a one point get a one point spread um i will i will go with michigan state with much caution because i, I think davidson's really good and i think they could they could beat michigan state okay i like it uh Duke, i'm just Cal gonna, state I'm just gonna trust just gonna trust Izzo here Duke moving on. Uh, Arizona gets a play in game they're moving on then we got seton hall tcu um i mean this is one of those games where I feel like I would like maybe Memphis to be playing one of these teams because I'm picking against Memphis, but I think Memphis could beat either of these teams, but they always seem to do that to you. They put two teams that you don't necessarily love. Seton Hall is going the opposite direction as to where they want to go. I, I like TCU here. I like TCU as well. Um, two really differing styles of play in this game. TCU slows it down, plays really good defense. Seton Hall running gun like they always do. They don't have the... Um... 
the same talent they've had in in years past. So I, I also agree with you there. I'll take TCU in the eight nine game. That could really go either way. Oh. Your battery. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Austin. Sorry, Ashby. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we're we're going with TCU there. I hope. I, yeah, I, I also went with TCU. All right, I didn't get to hear you. All. all right, sounds great. Um, moving on. Houston five seed uh, playing UAB. UAB ex- extremely good season. In a decent conference, USA Conference, uh, North Texas, Louisiana Tech, WKU, they all made a little bit of noise throughout the year. Uh, UAB is 27-7. and seven. Uh, Their point guard, Jelly Walker, is one of the best players in the country. Houston comes into the tournament getting a five seed with only one quad one win. That win came against Memphis in the AAC Championship. That is an astounding stat. Houston also coming off a Final Four run last year where they weren't getting any respect. Barely beat the Oregon State Beavers, who finished 3-28 and this season. Um, Houston is favored by 8.5. I like UAB with the points here. Yeah, I like UAB with the points, but, I mean, this is going to be a really popular upset pick. Jelly Wright is going to be a fan favorite. He already is from the, that uh, conference tournament he run. Obviously, all the Barstool guys picked up on it, so everybody kind of had more eyes on him than he probably would have if not. But, like you said, he's one of the best players in the country. I mean, I don't care who he plays for. He just is. But this Houston team has played really good the majority of the year. They just ran through their the AAC tournament. They have a lot of guys that were on that Final Four team last year. I know – they didn't really play a lot of people last year in that in that run, but they also still made a Final Four. It's hard to do no matter what you're doing. So I, I can't see Houston being one of the teams that get upset in the first round, but they, they, got, they got a pretty tough draw here. There's almost always a 5-12, you know, and that's uh, – I don't think we're going to take uh, Richmond over Iowa. So this is one that you definitely have to stare at. But, yeah, I, I, th- I do think Houston moves on, but I – think it's going to be a really close game. UAB can just really light it up from three. They play fast. They have a lot of confidence. This isn't your average mid-major team. I wouldn't be surprised if UAB won this game. Illinois-Chattanooga, our four-versus-13 matchup. Illinois is favored by eight. This is a low line considering all the firepower that Illinois has. Illinois is probably top five, top eight in terms of teams that people are betting on to win it all, win the title. Uh, They went out last year against Loyola Chicago in the second round, one of the most surprising results of the tournament last year. Uh, They come in after a really tough loss to Indiana in the Big Ten tournament. They had a thousand chances to win that game. They couldn't get it done. Chattanooga, uh, they were the one seed in their conference, 27-7, and beat Furman by one in the conference championship. Crazy game. Uh, NBA, uh, crazy buzzer beater to win that conference tournament maybe the best shot of of all of it honestly and um i i think you look at it like okay louisville lost to Furman, and you're leaving that game like you know Furman's not really that good i don't think louisville's going to be that great and turns out they weren't they went 13 and 19 chattanooga beat Furman by one therefore i'll take illinois and uh illinois big yeah it's pretty good logic there um <laughs> chattanooga definitely had the uh, the shot of march so far, I'm sure that a lot of people will be thinking about that when they're making their bets on this game. Illinois burned me bad last year. That was my national title pick. They checked out early. Uh, Illinois just as talented as most teams in the country. They have obviously Kofi, which I think Kofi's going to be a difference in this game. There's no way Chattanooga can match up with him. Um, but they, they also have a lot of wild cards in their team. Obviously, Curbelo is the main one. He either makes a highlight play or misses a wide-open layup. So I, I'm hesitant to put... Illinois deep into my bracket, but I think they will survive Chattanooga. 
Yeah, I think Illinois is bound for a Sweet 16 run. I, I think that Plummer, the, he is such a sharpshooter. He seems like he's always putting in five or six threes a game every time I watch. And that really, really helps him because I think that's what they struggle with is making the ball from beyond the arc. They aren't very deep. So if Kofi does get in foul trouble, it's something to look out for there. I don't think he does. I think they roll Chattanooga. Moving down, Colorado State, Michigan. So Plummer, Plummer is actually a fifth-year senior. Okay, I'll cut that out. Plummer, went, awesome player. He played, he played for uh, Utah the last three years. Oh, wow. Yeah, good player, though. Yeah, awesome player. Good shooter. Uh, Colorado State, sixth seed against Michigan. Michigan is favored in this matchup. We have kind of always said if the worst seed is favored, we're usually taking them because something's up there. It, it works in the conference tournaments almost every time. Uh, you Mississippi State, South Carolina game, the SEC, same example. Michigan, Michigan is favored by one. Colorado State, I mean, I I love the Rams. You know, we made them the game of the year on the Super Bowl. Uh, they came through, beat Boise State in overtime. Like double overtime. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. Colorado <laughs> right after State, the kickoff. Roddy Rich out the box. I, uh, I, I love Colorado State here. That's my uh, rambling. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to disagree here. I'm going to take Michigan. I, I don't think Michigan should even be in the tournament. I don't think they've deserved it. I think they're – and to, to not even play in the first four is just blasphemous. To make Indiana play in the first four when they just came back from down 20 on them earlier last week. Uh, but, you know, this is one of those things. It seems – I think it's happened with Syracuse a couple times. It happens every year. You see a team, you're like, oh, how did they even get in? And then they end up in the Sweet 16. And you're like, okay, well – they have nothing to lose now. They probably shouldn't even be playing. Also, just what I said earlier, the Mountain West always checks out early. They've the only team that made the Sweet Sixteen in the last like ten years was that Nevada team with the uh, Martin twins and Musselman coaching them. Uh, I just Roddy is the best player on the floor, but Dickinson is a close second. Uh, I, I just think Michigan's overall talent is going to be too much. I'm taking all Mountain West first round. I, I just tell you the truth. I'm, I'm taking every Mountain West team left. There's three of them. I'm taking all three of them. Yeah. Um, Wyoming started them out 0-1. Yeah. Wyoming was the one that I was excited to see all three of these teams playing during the regular season. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's fair. Yeah. I Wyoming was great at home. They weren't great anywhere else. They lost their first home game of the year in their last home game against San Diego State. It was a great game. Came down to the wire. But yeah, I think Colorado State is getting very disrespected here. And I, I think that the better team, Michigan has shown themselves to be very vulnerable behind the arc. Uh, that One of their starters, I forget his name, so pardon me there, but he got hurt in the uh, Big Ten tournament. Not sure he's even going to play against Colorado State. Give me, give me the Rams. That's my Ramley. Tennessee Longwood. Longwood. First time in the tournament ever. Congrats to them. Tennessee should uh, at least be a two seed, maybe a one. They uh, they probably roll here. Spreads 18. I think Longwood's an all right team. Uh, Tennessee obviously playing maybe better than anybody at the particular moment. I was very relieved they were not in the Cats region. They just are a terrible matchup for us overall. But, you know, I watched every Longwood game because they were the tournament that played at like 1130 every day. You know, they got, they got three guys that score in double digits. They got five guys on the team that shoot more than 35% from three. I mean, they, I'm not going to say they're going to pull upset, but they might they might hang around for a half. Yep, 26-6, and six, Longwood coming from what is historically one of the worst co conferences in college basketball. The Big South. Yeah, big South is horrendous. 18's a lot. Uh, I'm not, like, dying to take Tennessee by 18, but nothing crazy happens yeah, there. I don't, I don't think Tennessee has any chance to lose this game. But I'm saying it could be one of those things where you look at halftime and Tennessee's up, like, four or five, and you're like, oh, man, and then they win by 20. So, <laughs> Ohio State, Loyola, 7-10, another pick em. Ohio State limps into the tournament. They won that big game 
game in Champaign not that long ago. They beat Illinois. You're like, wow, what is up with this Ohio State team? Can I get some futures odds on them? Liddell's still there. They, they, they're they so long. They play fast. Wow. They lost in the first round last year to Oral Roberts as a two seed. They play Loyola. Loyola, respectable style. The Virginia of mid-major basketball. Very, very slow, calculated. They don't turn the ball over. They play great defense. This is an incredibly intriguing game. Yeah, I mean, I think I know it's I know the spread is whatever it is. I know it's only a seven ten game, but I think this will be the most popular upset pick as far as a higher seed advancing uh, in the ESPN tournament challenge. Uh, obviously, everybody remembers the Sister Jean Final Four run. She's still alive, still going to be courtside. Ohio State uh, limping down the stretch. They also everybody remembers they lost in the first round last year to Oral Roberts. Uh, my first reaction was to take Loyola, but now that every single person in America is on Loyola, I kind of want to take Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, it, it's concerning. I'm in the same boat. I, I know Ohio State has better players. Loyola has a first-year coach. Um, Ohio State's lost four of their last five, and three of those games were to Maryland, Nebraska, and Penn State. None of those teams are even sniffing postseason play. So it, it's concerning because they're coming from the Big Ten. Like, wow, they probably played a daunting schedule. But down the stretch, they were losing to all the teams that everybody else in the Big Ten that's in this tournament beat. But I am in the same boat. I just don't think Ohio State is going out in the first round back-to-back years with a guy like Liddell on their team. I think they find a way to get it done. I do bet it's close. The total is 132.5. I'd look hard at that under there, especially if you like Loyola. Because if Loyola wins, it's almost definitely going to have to be within their style of play, and it's going to go under. But I do like Ohio State there. Uh, Villanova against the Delaware Blue Hens. Uh, I don't, I don't respect the Blue Hens at all. I just tell you that. I think Villanova rolls this team fifteen and a half. Give me Villanova fifteen and a half. Yeah, me too. I don't. I also don't respect the Blue Hens. Yeah, no, shouldn't be there. Five seed in the Colonial. Uh, Kansas, Texas Southern, twenty one and a half. Uh, Texas Southern. They won last night. That was their shining moment. They don't go any further than that. San Diego State, Creighton, eight nine. Already, already showed my hand here. You know, I'm taking the Los Aztecas in this matchup. Creighton, if they had Neemhard, their star point guard, brother plays for Gonzaga, uh, Biggie's freshman of the year. If they have him. What the- Okay, that's fine, uh, but I Sorry. they don't. And they're still playing all right. The backup point guard's solid. They made a deep run in the Big East tournament. They lost in the final. They get a nine seed. I think both these teams may have an argument to uh, have a better seed than what they do. But uh, San Diego State, Matt Bradley, he's the best player in the Mountain West. He's going to carry him there. Mid-range okay, God, good from three, San Diego State. Yeah, I couldn't say it any any better myself. Um, completely agree with everything. Creighton without Neemhard is just not a good team at all. One of the more interesting matchups in the first round just because of style of play, very similar to uh, TCU and Seton Hall. I mean, th- these Big East teams are kind of all play the same. They just run and gun. Um, but yeah, if Neemhard, this is a different game. I'll, I'll also take San Diego State. Yeah, I like it. Now we're moving on to Iowa. Iowa, what, uh, outside of the top uh, the one, two, or three seeds this is the most popular championship pick. And rightfully so, Iowa's rolling coming off the Big Ten tournament when they shoot the three. It seems like better than 
anybody. They can, they can go small. They can go big. They can beat you in just about any way. They're extremely disciplined. They get Richmond, the 12th seed. They won the Atlantic 10 tournament, although they finished sixth in the conference in the regular season. I think you and I would agree. We like a lot of these Atlantic 10 teams a lot more than we like Richmond. We watched Bonaventure win at Colorado last night in the NIT. St. Louis playing in the NIT tonight. Um, this is uh, surprising. They edge Davidson in that Sunday Atlantic 10 title game, steal a bid from their Atlantic 10 counterpart, Dayton, which I guess was fair because Richmond did uh, also beat Dayton in the uh, conference tournament. But I um, I think Iowa rolls here. Yeah, I like Iowa. I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Iowa. I think they're one of the best teams in the country, especially, I mean, they're all, you can't argue their offenses. They have a top five offense. Um, Richmond shouldn't even be here. They were down four with like 48 seconds left to Dayton. I mean, credit to them for winning the game. But uh, yeah, I think I think Iowa rolls here. There's no way Richmond can keep up with them. Iowa coming in, winning nine of their last 10 in the Big Ten. And we saw that Rutgers game Iowa's playing in the Big Ten tournament. They go down 13 to five. You're like, all right, this is where they, they fall apart. They have a stagnant game and they're, they're like winning by four at halftime. And, yeah, and you can, you can, uh, you can still get Iowa at plus 2,800 to win it all, which is going to be a very popular future play. Um, I mean, just looking at this region overall, you got Wisconsin, Auburn, and Kansas as the the one, two, three, and then Providence is the four, which is not even like favored to get out of the first round, basically. So I think just looking at it, I think Iowa is the best team. Obviously, Kansas is really good coming off the Big 12 tournament title. Auburn still has the talent, but they're way better at home as well. I think that's the, the best future play that you can make. I mean, it's one of the most popular ones, though. And when we did our uh, championship draft, I threw in there that Iowa was 120 to 1. Whenever we did that podcast, I mean, it was probably three weeks or a month ago. But that's yeah. that's shocking that it's gone down that much, that the value could have been that high. But we knew what Iowa was capable of. They've just finally shown it lately. They get a great draw with Richmond here. I think Richmond is the weakest of the 12s. Uh, I like Iowa to advance and at least get to the Sweet 16. Providence, South Dakota State. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits haven't lost since like early December. This team is coming in at 30-4, and four, a 30-win team. I think Murray State may be the only other team in the tournament that can say that. Providence is favored by two right now. Providence, dream season, 25-5, and five, won the Big East regular season title. They found a way to win so many close games. And then finally, in the Big East tournament, Creighton, without their point guard, 85-58. to 58. That was not a close game. No luck factor there. They just got ran out of the gym. This is... Definitely what I would say is the most popular upset pick when you when you have that type of margin. Rightfully so, the spread is tight. South Dakota State, they just don't know how to lose. Yeah, as soon as the bracket came out, I was like, okay, that's going to be probably my biggest bet of the first round. Uh, I really was hoping the spread would open at like five, five and a half. But, I mean, rightfully so, I, I think South Dakota State is just better than Providence. Uh, Providence is a couple possessions away from, like, missing the tournament almost or, like, being a way lower seed. They've won – like 11 games decided by four or less points, which credit to them winning close games. There's something to be said about that, especially in the tournament. But yeah, I, I think South Dakota state moves on here. Um, they're just, I think they're the better team as weird as that sounds. I think uh, Providence got pretty screwed here. South Dakota state should have been minimum of 12. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when you look at maybe swapping South Dakota State and Richmond, I think it makes yeah. all the most sense. Um, and then you get Iowa in a way tougher spot. But yeah, I um, I'm gonna go with Providence here. I don't feel good about it just because so many people are on South Dakota yeah. State. It's kind of it's just like the Loyola Ohio State thing, yeah. except there's such a big gap in the seating in this one. 
Yeah, and Providence is have to be bigger, faster, stronger. South Dakota State does have that left-handed sniper. Forgive me, I don't know his name, but that man can pull up from anywhere. It doesn't matter if he's. Well, they have a one of their players. Um, last name. His name is Baylor Shireman. He's actually projected to go in the late first round right now. Don't think that's the left-hand sniper you're talking about, though. I don't know. I I only caught their game against North Dakota. Oh, maybe it is because he shoots forty seven percent from three. Yeah, and he shoots a lot yeah. of them. He's projected to go in the like the late twenties, maybe early first round. Or Providence. Round, round. I, I promise this game's going to be close. It's going to be tight down the stretch. Yeah, Providence only plays close games. Yeah, this could be. Uh, and they usually win them an overtime style game, but yeah, they're they're going to be ready for that. Uh, What's total on this game? Uh, one forty nine and a half. Extremely high. Imagine if South Dakota State does win the Iowa South Dakota State total, two hundred. Yeah, one sixty at least. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we'll defer there respectfully. Uh, LSU favored by four against Iowa State. LSU without General Will Wade. It turns out he has committed some egregious crimes. Uh, who could have uh, known? He's paying off players. He's paying off players. Uh, families he's paying off players ex-girlfriends so they don't tell on him and apparently it's all very very provable from what i've read uh uh, one of the the girls went to the uh whatever was you know uh investigating him and and said hey here are these text messages and will wade's making car payments for her and all this stuff and uh, he was trying hard to keep it off text he was saying call me a lot which i you know respect the effort there but will wade had lsu basketball in a better place than it ever has been at least since the run of glenn B- big baby davis knocked off jj reddick and kevin durant the same tournament but um yeah i'm super bummed to see general will wade go um second tournament in the last three years that we've had an interim coach uh, made it to the Sweet 16 last time. So uh, I'll take LSU here. Fair by four. In fact, it's my favorite first-round bet. Iowa State is horrendous. Yeah, you know you know me. I don't, I don't think this LSU team is very good, but I think Iowa State is the worst Power 5 team in the tournament. Uh, they started out really good, which is why they are in the tournament. They were incredible to start the season. They've lost three in a row. Um, they also had another stretch in February where they lost four more in a row. They're just... Not a very good team. Um, LSU does play good defense. If they're hitting shots, they are tough to beat. Uh, this is one of my favorite bets as well. So we, we know this isn't going to end very well. Yeah, so congrats on the Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah, good, good job, Moving Cyclones. On. Yeah, good job, everybody. <laughs> uh, Colgate, Wisconsin, 14 versus a three. Uh, last year, I gave out Oregon State, said it was an uh, absolute lock. They were getting 10 points against Tennessee. I said it didn't matter. You can keep the points, and they, they won every game since. I've had a really tough time finding – a pick like that. And I don't feel the way I did about Oregon state, about anybody in this tournament. Honestly, I don't know if I, I ever will again, but uh, I do like Colgate to win this game. They're getting eight points against Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin gets punched in the mouth fast here. Uh, Great season for Wisconsin. Obviously got a three seed, uh, but (laughs) Colgate shoots a three so well. When you look at three point percentage, Wisconsin is 296th in the country. Colgate is second. Three pointers made. Colgate 13th. Wisconsin 260th. This is a game. Colgate last year got a little dicey with them in Arkansas. Uh, school like Colgate. They were up like they were up like eighteen in the first half, weren't they? Col- school like Colgate losing first round back to back years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I gotta agree with you in the fact that this is probably the top three seed that has the best chance to lose on uh, the, in the first round. Wisconsin is just so dependent on one player. If Johnny Davis doesn't score like twenty five, they have no offense. 
And this is a like you said, this is a bad matchup for them. Talking about Providence getting screwed, they Wisconsin fans can also complain. I mean, you got you got to beat your 14, 15, 16 seed, no matter who you are. But yeah, uh, I, I have Wisconsin moving on with what's the line? Eight. Yeah, I would I would take the points. I mean, Johnny Davis is going to have to play good. He played horrible in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, if he doesn't play good, Colgate's going to win this game. Johnny Davis, right? He gets hurt at the end of the regular season. He's fine though. He's coming back. He's playing. He goes three for 19, oh, yeah. five from three in that. Had another big week thing to rest, game. but like he, there might not be more pressure on one player yeah. in the first round. Uh, maybe like Jelly Wright, because like a team lower seed is going to have to have one guy go off to pull an upset. But as far as like a top six or seven seed that's like supposed to win, there's not more pressure on anybody than uh, Johnny Davis. And Colgate, they have five guys that average double digits and another guy yeah, that averages it's like nine. That. It's not like they have one guy that like has to show up. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a very Vermont-esque style team because they can get it from everywhere. They can all shoot it. I, I think this is easy. I think Colgate wins this game easily. Yeah, if you, I, I agree in the sense that if you're going to take like a um, eight to ten point money line dog, like everybody on sports centers, I'm like, oh, nobody saw this coming. I think this is the one as well. USC minus one and a half, seven ten against Miami. All these seven tens, they're tight. They're tight on the line. That's how they're supposed to be. Uh, USC, I I like them here. Uh, Boogie Ellis, that is my guy. I watched a lot of Pac twelve this year. Uh, Miami, I don't I don't know what to say. Uh, Isaiah Wong, great player. Don't really respect him a ton though. I, I think USC finds a way to kind of get this game to be defensively oriented. That's not Miami's game. I do like the under there at one thirty nine and a half. I, I think USC moves on. I got no real opinion on this game. I mean, I've watched I've watched both teams about the same amount. Like you said, Isaiah Wong, best player from Miami. Boogie Ellis been balling all year. I also have USC, but I mean, it's one of the games I probably won't bet and just be like, oh well, that's not surprising to me either way. Yeah, yep. Auburn, Jacksonville State. They should be playing Bellarmine. Karma. This is a this is a fade on site. Jacksonville State. Like we're fading Jacksonville State or Auburn? have to. I said it before the tournament started. Whoever they drew have to fade on site because they should not be playing in this game. Do not deserve it. Yeah, I, I agree. Auburn but God, I mean Auburn. Good lord. Yeah, Auburn is not great, but they're a lot better. I mean, they're, they're a good team, but that they definitely have their their holes and their weaknesses. Their guard play is what's going to be the demise of Auburn if they do lose in this tournament. Um, the dude who talks the most shit in the country just went zero for fourteen in their slaughtering of A and M. I mean, they came back, made it a game late. Congrats, but. I don't think they're going. I don't think they're checking out in the first round, and I physically have to fade Jacksonville State. Yeah, we respect Bellerman. We respect Bellerman. This one's for yeah. Bellerman. Um, yeah, so Jacksonville State probably covers. Got to think Auburn's thinking about that too in the locker room. Yeah, ha- ha- do this to, for Bellerman. Has to be a point. Let's of do this for the boys back yeah. in Louisville. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last last region, East uh, Baylor Norfolk State. Baylor rolls there. That should be Morgan State, man. We got robbed there. Didn't get a call. <laughs> Uh, North Carolina Marquette, North Carolina favored by three and a half. I, I, I mean, good Lord. Is there a team playing worse right now than Marquette? No, besides maybe Iowa State. Yeah. And Ohio State. But uh, I loved Marquette at the, like the middle, like in January. Like they were playing really good. They were beating the best teams in the Big East. And then and the, on the opposite hand, North Carolina was playing terrible in the ACC. Uh, these teams are just two teams going in complete different directions. North Carolina did get killed by Virginia Tech in the ACC semis, but to be fair, Virginia Tech playing as good as anybody, especially in the ACC. So I, I do like North Carolina here. Um, if you would ask me 
a month and a half ago, I would have said Marquette by like 10 plus. So, <laughs> yeah, things change quickly. Uh, it's tough to forget what North Carolina was able to do in Cameron Indoor in Coach K's last game. Knowing that that's in there somewhere, you have to like North Carolina. North Carolina, I believe, is the most bet on side of the first round so far per FanDuel. So that is not good. Yeah, that, that usually doesn't end well. It's just like I'm. That's what makes me hesitant about these these big upset picks. Well, not big upset, but like popular upset picks, like South Dakota State and Loyola, and even Colgate is starting to get a little hype. But yeah, just from you know, I, you know, I no, I, I've seen I've seen people like you know they do that segment like what team has the best chance to lose that nobody sees coming, and it's always Wisconsin. But yeah, well, they're they're going to lose. So it's just smart one of those people. things like you know I, I got to trust my first instinct because if I go in, I start switching my bets, and then they lose, it hurts like double. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. When you change a bet at the last second, when you were going to bet one side the whole week, then it hurts double worse. Five versus 12, St. Mary's minus three. Minus three against the Indiana Hoosiers and Trace Jackson Davis, TJD. Indiana finally playing some good basketball, finding a way after they fell apart at Ohio State. It seems like they've they've picked it up. They've played better. This team, I don't really know what they even do well outside of get the ball to 23 in the post. Yeah. They have a lot of guys that are extremely inconsistent from three. They turn the ball over a lot. I don't think they're all that well coached. St. Mary's is the complete opposite. They slow it down. They find a way that win against Gonzaga caught the country's attention on what the St. Mary's Gales are capable of. Their seating reflects it. The committee did a good job with them. I think they deserved a five. The West Coast Conference was better than it had been in years past. Santa Clara, BYU, also decent opponents for these teams. That being said, I'll take India. Yeah, I, I mean, I have faded Indiana four times in less than a week now. I'm 0-4. I guess I finally have to respect the Hoosiers. That being said, I'll be betting the Hoosiers this time, so I fully expect St. Mary's to win the game. Um, another thing, kind of like Johnny Davis, Trace Jackson Davis has a little more help than him, but he has to have a really good game. You know how St. Mary wants to play. They want to slow it down. Uh, we saw him beat Gonzaga like three weeks ago. This team is capable of beating most teams. I think this. I think St. Mary's it would give, if we're looking ahead to the next round, I think St. Mary's would give – UCLA more of a challenge than maybe Indiana even would, but I, I do have Indiana pulling off this uh, upset, if you want to call it. Yeah, I uh, I have the same thing. It, St. Mary's is big, though. You know, you can't get carried away on like how they're in a small conference. Like St. Mary's can give Trace Jackson Davis problems, but that game against Michigan where he found a way to just dominate Dickinson one on one in the post when Michigan wasn't sending a double in that second half, that really showed me something. Like th that defender can be taller than TJD. He's still going to find a way to score. So Indiana obviously won last night in Dayton. And then they have they had plane issues, didn't get to leave Dayton until 4 a.m., and they're going all the way to the West Coast, which is a three-time zone difference. I mean, they have about 24 hours to get ready for this game after they land. So could be a factor, but, you know. That's some good information. It's good information for the people out there. Uh, UCLA, 13-and-a-half, playing Akron, the MAC champs. I believe the MAC champion has won an NCAA tournament game in uh, the last two or three tournaments. We had Ohio beat Virginia last year. UCLA, 13 and a half, uh, underwhelming season, if you want to call it that. They had everybody back from the magical Final Four run. Did finish second in a good Pac-12, went 25 and 7, made it to the Pac-12 Conference Championship game. Uh, UCLA, they, they win this game. I don't know by how much. Yeah, um, Akron is another team not as um, dramatic as Alabama that shoots a ton of threes. So if they catch them on the right night, they could have a little upset potential, but like, this is the same exact lineup that went to the Final Four last year. I don't 
think they're going to go to the final four again, but I, I do think that means something. I don't think they're going to check out in the first round. So I also had UCLA. Yeah. I wouldn't Jaime, be surprised if it's a decently close game though. Jaime Hawke is playing well. I think UCLA gets to the sweet 16 with the draw they have. Although I do respect St. Mary's and Indiana, Texas, Virginia tech six versus 11, really, really cool game. Texas favored by one going in the opposite direction down the stretch. Virginia Tech, one of the hottest teams in the country. They find themselves in this tournament after winning the ACC and beating Carolina and Duke in back-to-back matchups. Texas favored by one. Got to like the Hokies here. Yeah, I think um, another one of those picks that every single person is going to be on the Hokies. Uh, but they're they're playing with the most confidence. They're playing with house money. They This time... A week and a half ago, they weren't even going to be in the field. Texas, like you said, just been unimpressive all year. They got a bunch of big-time um, people in the transfer portal. Chris Beard obviously took over. And they've just been pretty underwhelming all year. They've they've won some games, but they've it feels like they have enough talent where they shouldn't have had a better season. So I, like the rest of America, will be taking Virginia Tech, and I think that uh, Virginia Tech's going to be a bad matchup for Purdue in the second round. Yeah, I uh, can agree. And speaking of Purdue, favored by 16 against Yale, that is going Yale has no up. chance. Yeah, it's a, Yale has no chance. Okay, well, their tallest dude is like six six. Okay, no, Yale's got no chance. He's seven four. Yeah, thirteen and a half uh, up to sixteen. I do think yeah, Purdue like, wins that, and I, I like Purdue with the points. Yeah, I think okay. they beat the shit out of them. Yeah, okay. Uh, Murray State, San Francisco, seven versus ten. Uh, another just great first round game. Murray State coming in at a whopping. 30 and two first in the Ohio Valley uh, that the conference has had a little bit of a shakeup. EKU bailed for the Atlantic sun, but uh, still really impressive. Murray state found a way to win close games all year. They're not a team that just blows everybody out. They're very fast. They switch everything. San Francisco is uh, a classic West coast conference team. They, they play slow. They find a way to make that game a little harder than it has been for you all season. A most recent game, they lost to the Zags by 10. They were getting slaughtered there. They found a way to come back and make it a game. It's a team that was losing to basically all the good teams in the West Coast all year. Uh, it's some decent wins. They won at BYU by 14. Uh, but I, th- this one's tough because I, I want to take Murray State because that Murray State-Kentucky second-round matchup seems just so sweet. But I'm going to be on the Mastodons. Yeah, I just I just need to say something here. I mean, the second the second the brackets revealed, all I see is Kentucky fans. Oh, we got screwed. We played Murray State in the second round. You know, like shut the hell up. If we can't beat a mid major in our own state, um, an hour and a half from Rupp, the, what are we gonna win anyways? You know, like I I like this draw for Kentucky. There's a world where San Francisco or Murray State could beat them, obviously, but. I mean, you look around at some of these other teams with four or five star players on seven and ten seeds. I'll take the mid major that we should beat ten out of ten times. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, what are we talking about? I have to play somebody decent in the second round, no matter what. I texted you right when the bracket got released, and I was like, "Wow, I'm sorry, man. Out second round." I was, I was totally kidding. You know, I don't really believe that. Like, there, like this might sound stupid. There is a world where we could lose. Yeah, but like, who? You rather play Ohio State in the second round? Michigan State. Or would you rather play yeah. Michigan State in the second round? Like, what are we talking about? That made me so mad. Yeah, I, even you. And, and Murray, Murray State is 
minus one against San Francisco. They might not even be in the second round. Yeah, even USC and Miami. I mean, I think. Yeah, they, like, what do, what do, it made me so mad. And I wish you, that for the sake of college basketball, Murray and San Francisco were split. Yeah, that, not, I hate when the committee does that. Why would you put two good mid-majors against each other in the first round? Yeah. These so are the teams that make March win. Madness. Yeah, this is what makes March Madness what it is, is these teams pulling up upsets in the first round. And now you're guaranteeing one of them is going to lose. But God, I mean, if you don't think we can beat Murray State, how are we going to beat Purdue and Baylor and Gonzaga and Duke? Like, what are we doing? So with you saying this, I assume that that means you do think Kentucky is going to beat the St. Peter's Peacocks. I think we'll beat St. Peter's, and I think that we will beat Murray State. Okay, spreads 18. I do think Murray State will give us a good game. Or San Francisco, both good teams. I don't think we're going to beat them by 30, but, like, come on. All right, well, let's have a little fun. Final four. What do you got? <laughs> Well, I filled this out the second the bracket came out, and then I got on ESPN. I got on – it's like one of the most popular Final Four, so I know it's not going to happen. But coming out of the West, I have Gonzaga beating Michigan State in the Elite Eight, and that's just because of my Duke hate. Wow, okay. I might lose in the first round. All right. Most other brackets, I have Duke there, but, you know, this is just – this is you're not going to win. You're not going to win the bracket challenge without taking a few risks. Okay. Either way, I think Gonzaga comes out, so – I could afford to put Duke out early. I got Gonzaga coming out of the West. I have Kentucky over UCLA in the East. I think UCLA beats Baylor. I think Kentucky beats Purdue in the Elite Eight. Uh, chalk there, one through four. Um, Arizona over Tennessee in the South. Uh, we didn't really talk about Arizona. They might be the best team in the country. They are the biggest team in the country. They have a guy that's going to go in the lottery, and they've just been playing insane all year. One of the most consistent teams. Tennessee playing better than anybody, but you have the Rick Barnes factor who always seems to come up short in March. And then uh, Midwest, I have Iowa over Auburn in the Elite Eight. And this isn't really me thinking that Auburn is that good, but they have a very easy path to get that to the Elite Eight. All right. Well, I, you know, so I have Zags, Kentucky, Arizona, Iowa. All right. I, that is, yeah, I've seen that. It's extremely popular. Yeah, Mine is, is not a, a ton different there uh i have us ucla going against purdue in the elite eight i like purdue to find it get to the final four don't love I think, it i think whoever if chalk holds i think whoever wins the kentucky purdue game goes to the final four yeah, and i'm not taking kentucky to go to the final four you know sorry i'm, I'm just I'm just not i'm actually not in my like my money bracket pools because everybody around here is going to have them like winning it all you yeah. know you gotta you gotta switch it up and if kentucky goes to the final four i don't care if i win my bracket challenge yeah because then you'll you know have, like i'm happy yeah, yeah forever happiness yeah that, but that also matters what i think is going to happen i think i think kentucky is the best team in their region it's obviously a tough region um i think baylor is the weakest one i think pretty much everybody can agree with that especially with them being banged up and um purdue is a tough three but all the threes are tough I'm, i would rather see purdue than tennessee we've already seen that tennessee is a bad matchup for kentucky so I do think they're the best, but I also have to keep in account that I can never have sports happiness. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, don't hate it. Okay, so I got Purdue coming out of the Final Four in the East. I, I do um, constantly pick Purdue to go far, and they never do. So take that for what it's worth. Um, in the West, uh, I have chalk here. I like the Zags uh, going up against Duke in the Elite Eight, and I do think Gonzaga gets it done. Uh, truly says farewell to Coach K's farewell tour. Uh, the South, I think it gets a little more fun. I have Illinois in the Elite Eight playing Villanova. I like Villanova to beat Tennessee, and I like Villanova to advance to the Final Four there. Oh, the, I know we're, we're talking about chalk holding a lot, but 
Villanova Tennessee could be one of the best like sweet six, maybe the best sweet sixteen matchup. Yeah, absolutely, that'd be an awesome game. I completely agree. Both teams are awesome, and if Tennessee beat them, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It wouldn't be a game where I was like, "Ooh, man, can't wait to hammer Villanova here," because I do respect Tennessee. I just uh, I think Villanova Villanova is a little too much for him. So uh, Villanova coming out of the South, and then in the Midwest, that's where it gets really funky. I like Iowa to get the Elite Eight, and they knock off LSU to move on to the final four. No coach LSU. No coach LSU. Now, LSU, we're going to be in a situation where we're watching this game. That's It's going to be you know next weekend sometime. And LSU will have basically won this game. They, they should have won already, I'm going to tell you in advance. But the NCAA wants no part of this LSU team in the final four. This may happen to them beforehand, honestly. This LSU team is not going to get calls. It is the NCAA's worst case scenario, this LSU team going any further than, honestly, the first round. But really, this region is about not liking these teams. Wisconsin, Auburn, USC, Providence, even Kansas. I really don't like any of them to make a run. I think Iowa against Kansas in the Sweet 16, I think you're looking at Iowa being favored by a point or two in that game. Yeah, so the the Midwest definitely has the most like getting crazy potential. Yeah, like upsets everywhere. But uh, I mean, if if Iowa just ducks out to Richmond, <laughs> I think everybody's bracket is going to be screwed. I, I just I like in all seriousness with this LSU without the coach stuff without the calls like LSU. We, LSU got a great draw. We think I'll we're beating that. Iowa State. We both think that. And then when we play Colgate next round, I think yeah, we're a little we too athletic. Colgate. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna beat Colgate. And then boom, we're in the Sweet Sixteen. And we're playing Auburn. We played Auburn this year. Auburn or USC. Auburn beat LSU, but that was forever ago when Auburn actually looked good. And it's we're a long way away from that. So I do think the LSU to make the Sweet Sweet 16 odds is something to stare at. But also, if it comes down, if LSU's beaten uh, Iowa State by one and there's a block charge situation where it's like Iowa State can move on right here, I promise Iowa State getting that call. Um, Yeah, I I don't think LSU is a Elite Eight talent team, but I will say they got maybe one of the best draws in the whole bracket. So I think Will Wade wins a lot of those games. I know he does a lot of illegal stuff, but I think he's a, yeah, he gets a it done. pretty good coach for the most part. Like I definitely disagree with a lot of the stuff he does, but I think him being gone is a factor. It makes LSU worse, given that he was there every single game this season. But this happened before. It happened to the Tremont Waters team, and they found a way. They beat Maryland on the Tremont Waters scoop layup to go to the Sweet 16. A dog pile. On the floor, will we revisit the magic? Tari Eason, the dude's awesome. Xavier X Pinson. Uh, this LSU team, if they're on, they're good. And that def- uh, them defensively is as good as anybody. Uh, that is uh, my Elite Eight pick in the Midwest. But Iowa is just uh, I don't think we're different monster with Iowa. Yeah. Uh, so every every year, double digit seed makes a Sweet Sixteen. You got anything in yours? I got two. Ooh, that's uh, that's a good one. I. Honestly, I mean, this kind of goes against everything I said, but I, you know, Colgate is something to stare at. <laughs> I, I, I guess that Colgate could could really uh, give LSU some problems there. I know you're probably thinking Michigan when they have no chance against Colorado. I do not State. have Michigan. Oh, do not have Michigan okay. in my Sweet 16. Interessante. Uh, Virginia Tech could possibly give Purdue some problems. I, if I had to take one, if I had to take one, I'd. God, I guess I'm taking Indiana. I mean, how did we get here? Okay. We hated this. Team. I have I have Indiana in mind, and I also have Vermont in my Sweet 16. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, it could get crazy. Oh no, wait, I have. Uh... <laughs> 
Never mind, not in this one. I do have Rutgers beating Texas Tech in one. I don't think I don't think Texas Tech is very good. No, they I, just can't score enough. I don't either. I could see that happening. But, you know, it all depends. Rutgers could lose tonight, so that could be completely irrelevant. Yeah, and I do feel like Rutgers is going to be a very popular pick. Yep. Uh, I, I just got no faith in Texas Tech, really. Who's winning it all? I have Arizona over Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what everybody else has. <laughs> so I mean it's pretty cool. Uh you know, you you're just my, kinda my heart my heart says Kentucky over Arizona, but you know. Yeah, it's it's obvious, man. I mean I everybody's been saying it all year, especially around here. I like the Wildcats to win it all. I think Villanova for Don't sure gets that. it done. Don't do that. I see a bunch of Louisville fans doing that. I hate to say it, but Kentucky wins it all this year. Don't I do said that. Villanova. Okay. Yeah. I I was already I was already getting mad at you, so I didn't hear that. Just, oh, Nova's nasty, though. It's going to be a tough out. Like I said, that Tennessee-Nova game could be one of the, the better games This uh, is the Final Four. I, it's a bummer. That it sounds like Louisville's hired Kenny Payne, and that's going to come out. Because right after Jay Wright wins that title, he could be cutting down the nets and announce, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going home. to Louisville. Yeah, I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming home. No affiliation. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bummer, but I guess we're going to hire Kenny Payne. You know, maybe he, uh, maybe he'll do a good job. They released that really cool video about how we'll, gonna be hard, we'll be uh, back. It's going to be hard to uh, dislike Louisville, the Kentucky guy. I know he's a Louisville guy first, but he was a Kentucky guy for a lot of my fandom. So I'll be disliking Louisville until they uh, win a meaningful win a game. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah. I like Kenny. Uh, I think I think he'll be solid, but it's kind of kind of wild to hire somebody who's never coached before. Yeah, I hope that he gets uh, players that are talented and try hard. Yeah, he is. He is the bag man. So, okay, well, that's that's good. <laughs> that's all uh, I need. One of my teams to have is some more violations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like I like KP. I think that's a that's a solid hire. Oh, hey, right, we'll see. Is there somebody you would have rather have? Don't say like Jay Wright or something. Somebody that you realistically could have got. Yeah, Jay Wright for sure. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah Jay Wright. Realistically, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. Scott Drew. I my opinion. Yeah, I on thought it, Scott Drew was a popular. Yeah, my popular opinion on it is just that like, oh, you get a leg up on recruiting. Big deal. All these people are watching the NCAA tournament. The world kind of stops with the NCAA tournament. I I am fine with the Kenny Payne hire. I just don't know why you don't wait until the season ends and the dust yeah, settles. See if there's any like interest from anybody else. Yeah, because totally. you might have somebody that's just like behind closed doors, not happy with where he's at. Maybe there's a new athletic director. Maybe they don't get along. Maybe he just wants something else, and that Louisville job's open. Maybe that's where he wants to go. And now, guess what? LSU's going to get that guy. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you think about stuff like that. Yeah. Nah, LSU well, probably well, bring well, back home, Johnny well, Jones Wade. after that big win last night. Yeah, he did a big win last night. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Kenny Payne to Louisville, and uh, here comes the most chaotic three to four weeks that we get in sports. It's going to be gonna be fun. I know you got a couple of days off work. You know me, I don't take days off work. So, um... <laughs> hey, Goat's going to cut that out. Um... <laughs>